Your soul ready? My soul rarely. I have no soul. All right. Welcome to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I'm your host, Dara Whitman, and here with me is my co-host, Kaylin Glody. Kaylin, I think we learned today yes. that the best form of marriage counseling is to bury a dead body together. Yeah. You know, you know what? Sometimes people wonder, is there anything you can do to make a marriage work? Sometimes people get, you know, they just don't know. They just don't know if it's going to work. So if you're at your wit's end, bury a dead body together. Thing. It, it did work. It I know, did. I think that is is the real answer here. But also, if we think about it, not the most insane thing that happened in these episodes. Not even remotely close to the most insane thing. That was the the most tame thing I think that we had happen here. <laughs> okay, so if we don't know what we're talking about, we're still on Orphan Black. Yes. And we finished season two. Yeah, we got those last two episodes. And in. Kaylin's feeling a lot. Oh man. A lot. So, I am reeling. Folks. So much happened. Like, so much. So much. You think, you're like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, this is a lot. But then it wasn't even as much as you think it is because every, it's so much. It's so much. Everything so much. So much. Well, we're going to talk about this. We'll talk about the season overall when we're finished uh, recapping these two episodes. Yes. So let's start off with season two, episode nine, Things Which Have Never Yet Been Done. Okie dokie. And we're going to go by character because it's easier for me to do it. Yeah, one. let's do it. All right. So let's talk about Kasima because she doesn't do a ton this episode. There's like some stuff. I think it's in, it's definitely important stuff. Yeah. Well, first off, we should bring up Kasima's alive. Yeah. She yeah. didn't die after episode eight. No, she's still kicking. However, she does have it. She does need to use an oxygen tank now. Yeah. And like has like the tubes up her nose, which is usually a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah. Not good. It's it usually means not good things are happening. I mean, some people just have that naturally. You yeah. Know, like all, I mean, I don't think fine. like you you probably survive, but usually like when you get, especially if it's like a. You're coughing up blood and you get to yeah, that point. If you have an illness that has progressed to that point, it might not be the best thing. Were you worried about, like, were you, like, after episode eight, were you concerned that she was dead or did you think she was probably going to live? I think she was going to live. I just didn't know to, like, to what capacity, like, if she'd be, like, walking around or just be, like, in a coma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, basically, she is, basically, all she really does this episode is she's working with Ethan Duncan and Scott on, like, trying yes. to get the, uh, the genome working and, or the cipher, that kind of thing. Yeah. And getting trying to decode those really old things. Well, it's on a floppy disk. Yeah. And so they decode the one that kind of can help cure Kasima. Mm -hmm. And we also learn that all the other like keys are in Duncan's head. It's like he, yeah. And he's got a very good memory. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Like he. Yeah. He's a he's a mad genius. Yeah. Discovered. So that's good. And that's kind of all Kasima does in this episode. She does a lot more in the next episode. Mm -hmm. But this is kind of what we have with uh, Kasima for now. Yeah. Shall we talk about Allison? <laughs> yeah, let's talk Allison's about that. Allison's like kind of just like the most like out, I guess, kind of the most like out of it with like other stuff that's going on. Yeah, well, I think that's Allison a lot of the time because yeah, she's the one with the most like established like life. IRL life. Yeah, yeah. In real life life. Yeah, yeah. so um, her, if you remember a couple episodes back, uh, Donnie shot. The head, one of the heads of the diet company, Dr. Leakey. Yeah, he killed the man. Killed but, like, accidentally. Manslaughter. <laughs> manslaughter. So yes. now they have a body. Yeah. And they need to, you know, get rid of it. So, first of all, well, first of all, we get it out of the trunk, clean the trunk, tape it up, put it in the freezer. Yeah. Like, freezer or cooler? Because, like, it was, like, a... Freezer. Freezer? That's a freezer, yeah. Yeah. I just don't know how it worked, because it kind of didn't look like a, like, a plug-it-in kind of thing. No, yeah, no, 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 it, it was. 
All right. It's like one of those like those big old ice cream coolers, you guys. Yeah. They're, they're trying to figure out what to do because they want to. Well, first of all, they want to know like what Diet has said about what happened to Leaky. Yeah. And because apparently they've heard by this point that Dr. Leaky is dead, but just like details of like if they're going to investigate. But like Diet's all like, nah, no, that heart attack and died. So Peace we're bitch. good. Yeah. Yep. So we're good. So uh, then they're trying to figure out what to do. Donnie's not coming up with the best plans. Mm-hmm. He comes into his own. In this episode. But he's not thinking the best plan. So the plan is, so Allison says, like, all right, let's just bury the body in the garage. Mm-hmm. So they get a jackhammer and they're just, like, trying to dig up a hole. <laughs> the kids are in the house. Wait, it's, the kids are just, like, chilling and all of a sudden, like, <laughs> just, but they do have a problem because uh, Vic is shows up. Yeah, Vic, you know, he stops by, he says hello, and some more. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically saying, like, like it sounds like Vic hasn't told Angela about the whole thing with Ainsley. Yeah. But uh, it's going to, but, like, probably wants to, but, like, kind of wants to kind of make peace a bit and, like. Yeah, because he doesn't really care. It sounds like he doesn't really care what's up with them. He just wants to, to get out of his own stuff, and he has to do that by, uh, you know, doing his thing with Angela. Yeah, it's about, and also, like, she's with, like, Angela in a van, like, near the house. Yes. So they're trying, so that, and Vic's just trying to see if he can get evidence, mm-hmm. and then he's, like, popping through the window while Allison's trying to measure <laughs> the whole, <laughs> yeah, figure out what's going on, mm-hmm. and then uh, Donnie comes and points a gun at him. Yeah. So it's kind of a badass moment, yeah, huh? He's, it's so funny, because he's, like, kind of this, this giant dork but he's also like also kind of a badass in the scene so it's a really funny so if you watch the reaction i'm like laughing the whole time but it's like a good scene yeah i think it's just like he's like because like for a while he's kind of been like living his life and like even like doing this modern thing which he thought was like pretty innocent mm-hmm. and now he realizes like everything's a lie and he's just kind of like you know what i got us i'm gonna there's bad people after me and my family yeah. and i'm good that's what we're doing i'm protecting my family because mm-hmm. he definitely like he loves alice and he loves his kids yeah. yeah so like but like he's pointing a gun like threatening vic and like they're gonna they're like threatening him and like up until the point where vic admits that there's a cop outside yeah and uh, you're worried, like Allison's worried because like the last time Donnie had a gun, he accidentally shot somebody. <laughs> it killed somebody. However, the safety was on this time. Yeah. Donnie was bluffing the whole time, and he's just like, "This is how we protect this family." Yeah, and that's so good. That was just a really good. Like the whole thing was really good. I think I think also better because like Vic goes back to the van, and Donnie's like right behind him. Yeah. And then uh, Donnie comes in and tells like uh, Angela, like you are doing this unofficially. You are harassing my wife. Yeah. And I, and like, he like kind of knows, like, it's like, play like, I know a little bit of it. It's like, you don't want to know what we know. And if you harass my family again, I will bury you. Yes. Takes a picture and it's just like, have a shitty day. Well, it, the, good th- the great thing is that he knows because he, you know, he's in on the situation now. So he knows that um, the other people, like, who are involved, like Art and like Beth Childs, were like, you know, suspended or taken out, like for doing far less than what Angela's been doing. Yeah. So yeah. He, yeah. He, so he knows that he has dirt on her because she's not supposed to be doing anything that she's doing right now. So that's why he takes the picture. <laughs> Vic poses for the picture. <laughs> it's so good. He's like, hey. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that, so that that whole thing was really good. It and then really Donnie leaves the van, and gets the badass music. Yeah. And we're just like, yay. And then they finish burying Dr. Leakey. Mm hmm. And they cement over it, and it's all good, and Donnie puts a little heart in it. Yeah. It's so cute. And then, so basically all their marriage problems are solved, and they start banging. Yeah, they get kind of freaky. Super freaky, because, like, they- Super freaky, Okay, so they have anal on the freezer where the dead body was. Yeah. That's that's wild. I think that's a sign that, like, you know what? Because, I, I, like, I love it. They're just, like, all- It's kind of all good now with them. Yeah. Which I'm, like, super happy about, because, like- 
they seem like kind of like that couple where like Allison was like clearly in charge of the family. Mm-hmm. And then like now it's just like it seems like they're equals now. And I'm really yeah. happy about that. Yeah. So that's really nice. So I'm glad that that's kind of gotten taken care of that whole like tension that was between them for the past like two whole seasons. Yeah. And I think it's like also because I was like thinking about this because like it's kind of like that dynamic of like hot girl with like not super hot guy. Yeah. But like it kind of but like they really work it. They do, but they like, but she's a little kind of neurotic and he's kind of like dopey, but they all, so they work together. They work together and it's adorable. And it's actually kind of cute. Yeah. Isn't it great? <laughs> yeah. I hope in a, as in like the later season that that continues, I don't know where that's going to go, but we'll I hope it does. It. So, cause I think that that'll be a lot of fun to watch. Cause so I, that, yeah, I think like, cause like this episode's kind of like depressing. Yeah. So this was like, it's like a nice, like funny yeah. thing. Well, the thing I love about Allison's character and her whole side of the story is like, it's so like... Not, I don't want to say grounded, but it's so like this very, like the suburban kind of very typical like middle class household. Mm -hmm. And it's like a very like kind of real story and a very like sci-fi kind of crazy, everything's crazy going on. So like incorporating that stuff into that, like, like those two things mixing together makes for some really funny and interesting stuff. So I always like, like her, her character stuff. Well, speaking of some not so fun stuff, let's go to Helena. Oh no. (laughs) So uh, we start off with Helena getting her eggs put back into her, her fertilized egg. Yep. Put back into her. Yep. Ew. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, granted, it, like she wanted, she it's consensual. Mm-hmm. And like I'm just like I hope something good can come from this. Yeah. Because like it's not it's not the egg's fault. Mm-hmm. And if they do like cell divide properly, because I'm not actually sure. Like if it implants, like it like it it cannot like take right. Yeah. So, yeah, like, no, we don't know a, exactly. But we yeah. don't know exactly what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it does take and there's, like, a baby, mm-hmm. that might be nice. And I feel like Helena seems like, and we kind of see this because, uh, actually, I need to bring this up. So, uh, the okay. midwife. I need to talk about the midwife for a second. Ooh, okay. Uh, she is played by uh, Catherine Alexander, who is actually um, Tatiana Mazzani's body double for the. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so uh, for yeah, like people because I was like trying, I was looking at something else. Mm-hmm. So people don't know like exactly how they film this. They kind of, it takes a while to film the scenes with like yeah a couple clones. Yeah, so basically they'll start off with like a scene where like Tata Masada is playing like one clone, right? And then at Catherine Alexander plays like the other clone. And like she learns every she learns everything so that she can like play it. Mm-hmm. And um, so they do that, and then. So that so it's the first time they do it like they she plays one clone and then they film it like switching the role and then Tatiana Maslany's to do it alone and then it's just kind of like camera work so like it takes it takes a while and it's like very yeah. complex and as we were pointing out like near the end of this episode they do a really good job with the effects yeah they do and like they really do and that's and like Tatiana Maslany's just so good because mm-hmm. like you forget that like it's not multiple it's it's like not multiple people right well just and effects wise too. Like, it doesn't look like, because there's some scenes where things are, like, pretty intimately close, mm-hmm. and, and they they blend them together pretty, very, very smoothly. So mm-hmm. that's a really cool thing to watch. I don't like, even know how, like, big the budget is on this show, but, like, it has to be big for that, because, like, yeah. none of the cast members are, like, like big-name stars, so you don't have to pay them that much. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I mean, I'm, like, you don't have to pay them compared Not that, like... <laughs> like video editors get paid like a ton anyway, but <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a lot of special effects work, which is awesome. So anyway, to the special effects back, team on the back, show. Back to the Prolethean cult thing. Ah, back to the cult. Yes. So, so a that's a cult. fun fact about the midwife. So then we go to uh, this like preschool thing, and it seems nice, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Like, Helena's, like, playing with, like, a kid. She, like, like this one girl takes, like, an interest in her. And, like, it's cute. Johansson tells, like, this weird kid-friendly version of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And then they got to go take a nap. And then the midwife kind of, because uh, the, there's, like, this one little girl, like, likes Helena's hair. Yeah. And, like, wants to play with it. And it's cute. And then the midwife comes in. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, nope. And, like, not, like, like painfully beats the girl, but, like, it's it's clear. It's kind of rough. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, luckily, Helena threatens her, so it's all good. Yeah, which is good. Go then it gets Helena. worse. Yeah, so we see Johansson doing, like, the same thing that he did to uh, Helena with, like, the egg thing, but the Gracie. Mm-hmm. And, like, you knew what was happening. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I picked, I think I kind of picked up on that, but then uh, Gracie and Helena are talking and uh, about, like, the being pregnant thing. Right. And then we get, like, the two twists, kind of. the Well, I think the one's, like, pretty supposed to be obvious that, like, Johans is the father. I think everybody yeah. picked up on that. Right. The second one is that Grace is carrying Helena's babies. Yeah. And it probably, I don't know how many eggs they took, mm-hmm. but it sounds like they took a fair amount that they can implant into other. Yeah. Cause, like, because the midwife makes it, or no, the, the guy, makes. he makes a comment earlier. It's like, ah, imagine this room filled with like all your children, but like literally all of those children, not just like in the future when you have more babies. Like, no, everyone's going to be having your babies. <laughs> Yikes. Ew. And that's, that, like, it's gross. And, yeah, like, man. Gracie's clearly, and, like, yeah, man. Gracie's a victim, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we, we know, like, she tried to kill Helene a couple times, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, she just, like, grew up this way and, like, kind of, her parents are, like, her parents are horrible people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mark comes in. Oh, Mark. Um, and it's clear, like, he knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And I think, like, but he's, it seems like he's kind of just, like, being... Nice. Well, actually, we'll get to Mark later. Yeah, we have a lot to say about Mark in this, <laughs> these episodes. <laughs> oh, my. But, like, yeah, he thinks that, like, everybody's in on the cause. Everybody's like, yeah. We're, Everyone's cool we're with We're doing it. it for a great cause. Everyone's in. And, like, he sees Gracie, who he's, like, clearly, like, clearly has feelings for. Yeah. And his father. And, like, and got they us, call it puppy love. And got, us, and got, like, you know, her father's blessing to marry her. Yeah. yeah well, you know, it's fine. Yeah. But, like, it's clear, like, he does actually, like, have genuine feelings for Gracie. And it's not, like, a gross thing. It's kind of, like, yeah. a, despite whatever age difference there is. Seriously, she looks like she's 12. <laughs> I know. I know. I, again, I know the actress was of legal age. And I think yeah. she's supposed to be with it. Like, you know what? Like, like it's can, a cult. It's a cult. And it's you can kind of, t- and you can tell, like, it's not, they're not trying to be creepy with, like, this sort of romance. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, Gracie likes him. It's genuine. Mm-hmm. And, uh. But he's like, no, everybody's okay with it. But then he kind of sees Gracie and it's kind of like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I think he starts to change a bit. Yeah. And then Helena decides to leave. Mm-hmm. She wants to get the hell out of there. She's like talking to Gracie about it. And I kind of like this point that Helena makes and says like to Gracie basically saying, if you don't want to have my baby, you don't have to. Yeah. Gracie is like, she's not, she's like she would never like abort it. Yeah. Probably because of like her religious beliefs, which is fine. Right. Yeah. But like, I kind of like that. Like, I, I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, she recognizes that, oh, that, that, wait, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, you shouldn't have to do that. But then Gracie says, like, I'm going to go with you. And I'm like, good. Good. Get out of there, girl. However, Johansson comes in. He's got a shotgun. Yeah. And they, they're still trying to leave. But then he just, like, bashes Helena. Yeah. And, like, throws his daughter into, like, this, like the dungeon thing, dungeon thing that she was in. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what's great for, like, if you want, like, embryos to stick? Yeah. Throwing them around. Just, throwing, like, jostle them up a little bit. Well, as we know, Kaylin, only, the only thing women are good for is reproducing babies. Obviously. 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 Yeah. Of course. <laughs> we're, just, we're just failures as women right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, but then Mark comes in and is like is like a kind of sneaking about Gracie yeah. and is upset and like is kind of turning on Johansson. It's just kind of like I'm just yeah, gonna... he's kind of slowly realizing the how messed up everything really is. Or is he? We'll get to it. Oh, <laughs> we'll get I to hope it. So we'll get to it. But uh, so but then Helena kind of grabs hold of Johansson and uh, tackles him down and yeah. Gracie mark it out. Thank God. Yeah. And then uh, Helena gets her revenge. Yay. So she gets. Oh my god, that's this. This scene is so good. It's so like I, I was so skewed out watching it, but like it's so good. So like Helena's like got in uh, Johansson on the bed thing and like opened up his legs mm-hmm. and taped them down. And she's like got the I don't know medical tools. Mm-hmm. So she's got the thing and she's put like some embryos kind of in it. Yeah. And then just kind and like sticks it up is his ass or his dick. I don't know. I think it's dick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that is the that is would be the the superior form of torture. I'm just like wondering, like whole, by his screams, I don't think. It was I'm just his wondering, ass. like whole size. That's what my thing. Exactly. Is. That's why it's so terrifying. <laughs> I mean, say anything no. I mean, I'm happy about the event. What the same thing in the description about it, or like where it was. Uh, I'm curious if, if it specifies which end it gets stuck up, but I'm pretty sure it's his dick. No, it doesn't. Uh, so okay. I don't know. But either way. Uh, I don't think they could kill him, but it'd be caused like a f- severe amount of pain, thank mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. But then, however, Helena just burns down the ranch. Yeah. I'm hoping that the children got out. Yeah, they deserve to live. I'm the, assuming, the only people who deserve to live were the children. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming because Helena likes children. Yeah. She either, like, because there's one point where uh, Gracie said that, like, her mother went out west. Mm-hmm. So she might have taken some people with her. I don't think it was all the children, but I think at least, like, Helena would have made sure, like, the children were in a safe place. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of their parents, because, like, somebody's got to take care of them. All right, so that came up with, like, those things. So we're going to, and then we got to talk about uh, Rachel and Sarah, because they're kind of mixed in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. So Rachel is, uh, wants to give Duffine, like, a Dr. Leaky job temporarily. Yeah. And ask the interim the, director. Yeah, and wants to like make a deal with Sarah in order to save Cosima. Because mm-hmm. right now Cosima is just not doing well at all. No. Like as, as we mentioned. Yeah. And we need to reboot her immune system, and we use bone marrow for that. Yeah, because you need all them stem cells, and bone marrow is the best. And we know somebody who's compatible. Yeah. It's Kira. Yes. So Delphine goes and tries to like work something out. Mm-hmm. To see, like, if they, to get Kira's bone marrow. And they're thinking of, like, because like, they said, like, oh, let's bring her to dyad and we'll get her bone marrow and we'll be good to go. Yeah. And they're like, no. No, don't bring her. Nope. Don't, no. don't bring her to dyad. That's a bad idea. However, Mrs. S comes up with an idea. Yeah. And Bay says, like, I know a doctor. Mm-hmm. Why don't we, like, go through, like, our people. Yeah. Get the bone marrow and then give it to Delphine. Yeah. So that way they go kind of through that third party. But, but everyone's happy. But overall, they say it's Kira's decision. Yeah. And I, I kind of like the way they do this. Like, they were 100% honest with her. They basically yes. said, like, if you don't want to do this, you don't have to do this. There's a big needle, but they're going to put you to sleep. Kasima's not doing very well. They don't yeah. think she's, like, going to die. Because I feel like if they said that, yeah. that might have. Well, Kira asks, is she going to die? And Sarah's like, it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't say definitely yes. She doesn't say definitely no. She's like, yeah, there's, you know, it's not looking so hot so kira decides to do it and hopefully santa claus will give her all of the presents yes please that child deserves so much so uh then she goes into the surgery and they put it i don't know like how much bone marrow you can take from a kid if you're a doctor 
or no medical stuff or in medical school, can you tell us like Yeah, we're curious. If like if you need if you can take a lot of bone marrow and also if it's like like if it re regrows? Yeah. I don't know. Like that. I don't know how bone marrow works. Wait. I've only watched House and like even then I never really understood it. <laughs> I just cuz like they base cuz like they show you kind of like how they do it and it's like kind of disturbing. Yeah. I know Kira's asleep, which is good. Yeah, but it's like there's ooh, like a needle and like it goes through the thing. Yeah, there's like a whole like twisty turny thing. It's weird. Dude, I remember I saw it was on an episode of House where they'd take this kid's bone marrow, but he had to be awake. Oh no. It was not fun. Oh no, I don't On the plus like side that. everybody lived. Well, that's good. But uh yeah, no, I don't I don't you know, I don't watch like any medical procedural shows. I said I get grossed out by medical stuff, but house is my exception. I've been like rewatching it it's recently. It's not even I get grossed out by it. Just it's and it's so weird too. I think the only like medical show that I enjoy is Scrubs. <laughs> I've never watched Scrubs. Scrubs is actually really good. You should watch it. I'll watch Scrubs and you can watch House. Okay. Because House is good too. Anyway, back to the show. Mm-hmm. So they get the bone marrow. It seems like like and uh Dolphin's gonna like package it, send it back to Daya. They gotta like process it so that Cosima can get it. We'll be good. Mm-hmm. Clear is just being like you know great, being a good kid. And um, Delphine goes back to Daya, tells Rachel we got it. Yeah. And uh, uh, Rachel takes a phone call, and then Delphine looks on her computer mm-hmm. and sees that uh, Benjamin, who was like Mrs. S's friend and like working with them, yeah, is was like compromised or something. Something yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. There's like an email with this thing open, and it, and it sounds like they were in correspondence. Or were they? Or were they? So then uh, Delphine calls Sarah or comes to the hospital, comes to tell Sarah what happened. And then Sarah comes back. Sarah, quote unquote, Sarah comes back into the, uh, like you see her. Okay, well you see her get into the car with Delphine. Mm-hmm. Delphine tells her what she saw. Mm-hmm. Then you see Sarah get out of the car and kind of rush back in. Mm-hmm. And then you see, quote unquote, Sarah go in and say, basically, we've been compromised. We're not safe. She tells Mrs. S and Benjamin this, and then she goes into the hospital room, uh, and with Kira and Felix is there, like watching and sleeping, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, quote unquote, Sarah's like moving, trying to move Kira. And Felix is like, "What's going on?" And then Felix gets a phone call from Sarah. From Sarah, and you're like, "What? What?" Not. Turns out the woman in the room is not Sarah. It's no, Rachel. It's Rachel. You didn't even see that coming. I did not see that. I was so mad that I did not see that coming. No, well, because because they have that earlier scene, right, where, where Rachel is um in like that weird black room. With, she's like, in the weird video. black room with like videos, and like, like it looks video. like yeah, and you can tell she's losing it. And you know, she, and then there's a, a brief shot where she like puts on a coat, looks like she's trying to be Sarah. Yeah. And like I thought that, and she's making phone calls and all that kind of stuff. I thought she was going to try to be Sarah, but I thought it was coming in later. Like I thought this was going to be in the next episode. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that really short turnaround between when she does that and when like she pulls it off. Yeah. So like, yeah, and I should have seen it coming. And I didn't, and I was like, oh, wow. But it like it made for just like a really good kind of twist scene. Yeah. And yeah. So and the energy of that whole sequence was. Was, like really high you're like like, <laughs> <laughs> like seriously you're, i was freaking out the whole time yeah but then she like stab not well like she stabs felix in the neck with like a needle yeah to knock him out yeah and then gets kira mm-hmm. and we're just like Ugh, this poor child like within like a few like a number of months she gets hit by a car yeah gets kidnapped twice seriously just like come like and she even going to school like what's going on yeah <laughs> this poor kid just let her learn and she's trying and she's being helpful mm-hmm. and, and still bad stuff happens she's give. she's give. well she she's giving like two of her teeth away mm-hmm. and bone marrow mm-hmm. and yet she still gets kidnapped this poor 
child. So then anyway, Sarah comes, like the real Sarah comes rushing back in. Miss Zest's like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. Something bad happens. They rush in. They find Felix on the ground. Kira's gone. Mm-hmm. Sarah starts freaking out of Benjamin. Turns out like this was all a trick. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. Like, yep. This was all pretty, pretty masterfully constructed. Like, okay. But like when you say this, like I'm saying like Sarah, uh, that was everything. Yeah. Like even like kind of the things in order to get the bone marrow and like getting that all set up. Yeah. Like they wanted to get the bone marrow. But it was all a trick. Yes. Just to get Kira. Yes. God, she's good. Rachel's crazy. <laughs> crazy good. Except crazy. No, she's just crazy. Good. Crazy. And like Delphine and like poor and like Delphine is like involved, even though it wasn't her fault. Nope. Yes. Correct. And like, oh, mm-hmm. poor Delphine. She was yeah. trying to be right to her girlfriend who she loves. She loves her so much. And yet, ugh, this poor woman. And then like, so then Rachel has Kira in this like it's, a, it's like a normal looking bedroom, but that makes it even more creepy. Yeah, it was. It was like. No, it was like a normal. It was like a little too clean. I don't know. It was, it was, it was weird. I don't like There's also it. like cameras around. Yeah. It's like a normal. And then she's like in there and like Kira wakes up and she's like, where's my mom? Where's Mrs. S? Mm-hmm. And Rachel's trying to be like, don't worry. You'll like it here. Uh-uh. uh-uh. And Kira's like. What the hell is this? Something's up. Mm-hmm. And. Because, like, I think, because we saw this, like, I might bring this up a little bit. I know this is in the next episode, but uh, Rachel's kind of, like, thinking, like, trying to, I think trying to convince Kira that, like, her mother abandoned her. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Kira was, like, buying, like, Kira's not really buying that, mm-hmm. which is good. But uh, I think that's the end of the episode. Wow. A lot happened. A lot happened. And this wasn't even the most eventful thing. It wasn't, no. What we saw. I was crazy. This is a good episode, it was a, Yeah, I love so this like, episode. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of good stuff happened just like a lot of you know wrapped up some of the stuff with like Allison and Donnie that kind of stuff kind of wrapped up um and then uh yeah just like that whole the whole sequence at the end with uh with like Rachel kidnapping Kira that it was like a really good sequence I'm like, surprised like wow. I mean, I'm kind of surprised you didn't see that coming I don't know if I, I saw know it. don't rub it in my face I don't know if <laughs> I saw it coming I think I, th- I don't know I think because like because like I pick up like little details and like I was like seeing like the when uh when Rachel and Sarah came in like the first time and, like, her hair was, like, a lot nicer oh. than Sarah's. So I'm like, is something up? Feels like something's up. Yeah. And then something was up. Yeah. Well, also, um, I think something that we missed, because, like, maybe, because for, for people who are listening, I mean, I, we watch it on your computer, so we don't have a big screen and the lighting's kind of off. So, like, there's, like, so, like, some of, like, the smaller details when, you know, one clone's playing another clone, mm-hmm. I can't see them at all. Oh, really? Yeah. We should watch it on... Well, yeah, I don't, we don't really have another TV down here. Oh, well. Yeah, exactly. So, like, some of those, like, little things... Because it happened before with um when Helena was being Sarah, uh, and then she stabbed that one lady. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that was, like, a lot harder for me to see. So that's one of the things where it's, like, visually sometimes I can't pick up on things. But um, but sometimes not knowing makes it more, fun. more exciting to watch. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's, like, me, like, not know, like knowing... I, I think it's, like, with me. Because, like, I know that, like, it's not... Mm-hmm. I know that I know what the what's going on. Yeah, and I think it's just like I'm picking up on it now. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's okay. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so part of me is like, oh, darn, why didn't I see that coming? I shouldn't see that coming. But then I'm like, no, I had it was such like a whoa kind of moment that like I'm kind of glad I didn't. So, all right, uh, you want to talk about the finale? Yeah, let's let's do that. All right. Well, we, we're going to take a little break, and then we'll, we'll be back. We'll be talking about Orphan Black season two, episode ten, by means which have never yet been tried. Yeah. 
beginning. We've got to talk about this finale. Because Kaylin. Wow. This happened. What a what a what a finale. So we gotta talk about the finale. We gotta wrap up the season because it's it's a lot. A lot happened. I mean, this I season. Some, so this one's gonna be harder to kind of break up with characters because a lot of them are kind of like intertwined. Yeah, a, a lot of this stuff is interconnected. Yeah, I will say that um, Allison really doesn't do anything, but her story is kind of concluded in the last episode. Yeah, so we she kind of just like, do anything. Yeah, so she's she's not really in it that much. Helena, she, a lot of big stuff happened to her near the end. Mm-hmm. Like she come kind of come, like basically like she after she burned down the building, she finds art. Her and like they all have a conversation to, uh, and that kind of thing. So yeah. So the main players in this episode are Sarah, Rachel, and Kasima. Yes. So um, when we last left off, Kira's been kidnapped by Diane. Yep. And everybody's well, like it kind of like cuts between these doctors examining Sarah. Asking her a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Actually, I I can't really confirm this, but like I remember hearing this. I think that was like with Tatiana Maslany. I think that was all improvised. Really? Yeah, I I read that somewhere. Like like when this episode came out. Oh, I'd have to look into that, but I won't because I know I'm gonna find a spoiler for something else if I do. Yeah, don't but, do that. Like, actually, oh, that'd be really good if it was. I know she's already a queen of your heart, but still. Yeah, that would be because that was like a really because that whole thing was really good. But yeah, but they had like the cut between like that and then and like board, yeah. Mrs. S and Sarah kind of arguing about like why didn't we see this coming and like Felix is still not okay with Yeah, the- and he's he's mad at himself because he didn't see it coming and like it's okay, man. We, some of us didn't but see kinda it But I kind of like how like Mrs. S and Sarah are arguing and it's kind of, they keep arguing until Mrs. Sarah just kind of like hugs her and it's just- Yeah, it's a very emotional kind of opening sequence between both things because, you know, they're asking it, at the scene in the diet, they're asking Sarah some really personal questions, and it gets very emotional. And both are just like this very str- – it's a very strong emotional opening, and I really liked that. So, like, how it was shot and it, how everything was put together, I thought it was a really solid opening to an episode. Yeah, yeah, And uh, then – so once everything's, like, slightly calmed down, Mrs. S wants to take Felix to the hospital – to a doctor to figure out, like, what kind of drugs were in his system. Yeah. And then as uh, she's doing that, Sarah bolts. And you find out that's when the doctor stuff happens. Basically, she's yeah. surrendering. Yeah. It's her unconditional surrender to the uh, dyad. So then she's in this like pr- like interrogation room, and then she meets Doctor Nealon, mm-hmm. who I don't know who this act. I like I've seen this act. I need to talk about this actor for a second. I forget the name of the actor. If you guys know who plays Doctor Nealon, actually, I'm gonna check something else real quick. Maybe okay, I can okay. find it. All right, that's uh Tom McCamus. 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 Anyway, but um. I just have because uh so I because I first saw him in the show yeah and he's like. Creepy. He's kind of creepy. Yeah, I really like him. Like him. And then the second thing I ever saw him in was Room with Brie Larson. Oh, but he wasn't. He was. But he was. He wasn't a creep in that movie. Okay. He played like the mom's like boyfriend, I think. And he was like, and like he was super nice and like really nice to the kid and like that kind of whole thing. He's like, yeah. he's supposed to be like a really nice guy. Yeah. But I just kept looking at him and I'm just like remembering you more from Black and how creepy you are. <laughs> I can't trust you ever again. I can't trust you, even though you're really being nice to this kid and you gave him a puppy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. They're talking and and uh, basically wanting her, her to like sign the swarm so that they can like do some kind of weird surgery thing. Mm-hmm. And Sarah's just like, just let me see my kid for God's sake. Yeah, that's really that's that's why she's there. They're kind of being dicks about it because like she signs it and then they're like taking her to see the kid. Also, we find out that uh, Duncan's in chains now. Yeah, yeah. They they he didn't make out you know scot free with that one. And then they take her to see uh, Kira, and they don't even like take her like in the room. It's just kind of like here, like, like she's in this room and you're in this holding center and having to watch like Rachel kind of yeah. like warp like her a mind. Yeah, mirror in there. Yeah. And it's kind of, I'm just like, oh, fuck you, Rachel. Seriously. I hate you. She's the worst. God. Ooh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So that's okay. Well, then we'll stop it there for now, and uh, got to talk about. Um, I don't think Rachel doesn't do like a ton for a while. She basically, one thing she does do, she sends Delphine away. Which how dare you? Seriously, yeah, she like reassigns her to like Frankfurt. Yeah, that's in Germany. We got that's far away. Yes, we got that. And then um, Kira uh, does a smart thing because like, there's this doctor getting like some kind of get like some swab of stuff. Mm-hmm. So then Kira's trying to like manipulate her, and then grabs her phone. Yeah. And if you remember, Kira had, was practicing a number. Yes. So she calls that number and she calls Cal. Who are you going to call? Cal. Cal. Yay. You're dead. Yay. So um, also we got to talk about stuff that doesn't happen with the clones because there's a lot of stuff there too. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of like two methods in order to like, okay, well, we're working on kind of two things to get Sarah and Kira out. Yes. So uh, we'll talk about the outside of the dyad and then we'll talk about the inside, which is with Casino. Okay. So that's how we got Mrs. S uh, back at the house and Felix is, and like they're still there. And then Cal comes to the house mm-hmm. and is like, hey, I'm Kira's dad. Like, hey, how you doing? I'm the father. Uh, we haven't met before. How's and also we turn out Cal figured out that they were clones. Yeah, because he's a smart dude. I feel like if they're smart, they know what's going on. Yeah. And like also he's been like kind of like hacking people back and like, because like somebody, like, we remember somebody hacked him and he's been like, he, him and Mrs. S are kind of working with mm-hmm. um, figuring out what diet is. And uh, like rehacking and like going on like the deep web, yeah, the dark in the dark net. And uh, Cal's been talking to somebody. Yeah, he's got a source. He's got some source. I wonder who could, it could be. Who knows everything? Well, get yeah. Who knows everything? And it's probably on the in, definitely on the inside. Yeah. And uh, they uh, they want to see. They basically ask her if she can help, or uh, the person can help. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. S says, "Tell her that you're with me, Siobhan Sadler." And then the uh, person says, ask her about Caster. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. What's that? And we also learn that Mrs. S says, you're not the only one with a man on the inside. Mm-hmm. So then we kind of get that set up. So it's, uh, we get a meeting set up and we get, uh, first we get Mrs. S insider, which is Paul. Yeah. You want to talk about that? It's Paul. Yes. Yeah, he's there. He's with, he's in his like military fatigue. He's with, he's with, he's with, yeah. with Caster, military. Yeah. No, no. Was I what was I supposed to get from that? Well, like because he's been gone for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's been ghosting. And so. that's mentioned something about being a double agent. Yeah. So that's what he's been. Up what are you to. thinking? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if I can fully reveal. I guess I can. Just like okay. So like saying I still willing to be double agent. Are yeah. you wondering if it's the first time he's been a double agent or he's been a double agent this whole time? This whole time. This whole time. This whole time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like from the beginning, the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's how Mrs. S probably knew about Afghanistan, which, if we're thinking about it. Oh, yeah. I don't, what am I supposed to say here? <laughs> he's been a double agent the whole time, and he's, yeah. like, been working with the military and probably working with, like, this group that might be Caster. Yeah. Is Afghanistan real? Ooh. It may be just an idea. Basically, what I'm saying I'm, is that, like, they need, in order to get him into the diet, they, like, probably, it sounds like this, like, whole thing with, like, Caster is, like, putting spies into mm-hmm. that and also remember what tony said about he's like me and like yeah. they're in so like it's like a team thing of like getting people in like spies okay so and like what's a better way to be a monitor than have blackmail on somebody yeah okay there's a lot of turns out there's a lot of moles from the from cat from like the military and caster yeah in the Lita and the diet stuff don't trust anybody the mold everywhere guys everybody's a mole don't trust anyone everybody's a mole caitlin are you a mole, Dara? <laughs> no. 
Anyway. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> and then, uh, so then we get in that meetup, and then a limousine comes in, and Cal gets out of it. That's just being adorable with Cal and Paul. <laughs> yeah, because they like me. They're like, oh. Oh. Oh, I don't know how Sarah, Sarah does it. <laughs> and then Paul gets into the limousine. We turn. We find out who Cal's insider was. It was Marion Bowles. Yes, which is interesting. Which is interesting. And she's yeah. kind of like a head person kind of thing. So her and Paul make a deal. Basically, Marion says, I can get Sarah and Kira out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Paul gives her some information on Caster. Mm-hmm. We also find out that, like, in order to do this, Mrs. Esme needed to make a deal, it sounded like. Yeah. Which we'll get to. Yes. Yeah, that thing at the end. Yeah. Which is... Interesting. So that's kind of like one way they're getting, uh, they're going to get Sarah and Kiri out. But the, nobody in Daya knows this. So they're trying mm-hmm. to think of another plan. So Kasima goes to visit. Uh, well, first, uh, Delphine uh, sends her an email. Basically, it's up to you now. And sends her Rachel the itinerary, including some kind of surgery for Sarah mm-hmm. in, in some a number of days. And Kasima's like trying to see if she can make the piece. Said, Let me talk to Kira. And uh, as and like says like so Kira, I want to do some science. Yay! So they're doing science, and as they're doing science, Scott and Kasima are kind of building a thing. They're doing their own science. They're doing their own science, whatever that means. And it's great. Yeah. And like it's kind of cutting back and forth, and then Kasima says like, "Why don't you make a picture for your mom?" Yeah. And then uh, so they uh, Kasima and Scott has finished making this like thing, mm-hmm. and Kasima's not doing great, guys. No. She keeps falling, and then Scott. Uh, somehow got a key thing for the, or like a key card. Yeah, he's kind of sneaky, maybe. As being like, let me do this, like, because I think Kasim was going to try to, like, get in there, but, like, yeah. like you're too sick, I'm, let me do this. Yeah, and Scott's, Scott's, he's on the case. Hooray! He's got this. So then we cut back to Sarah, and uh, they're wheeling her into a hospital. Mm-hmm. Actually, I want to talk about something else before that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we cut to Rachel. Yeah. With her dad. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like a oh, nice sort yeah. of conversation thing, and they have tea, and watching a, the old home videos and duncan says he has his own bag of tea yeah and then as they're watching the home videos he drinks his tea and then it's cyanide ah he's dead he's dead yeah well because like, there's that interesting line with like um i for, i forget who says it but like something about like with or like duncan asks he's like you know do you remember not just the memory, but, like, do you have the feeling of, like, what it was like? Cause, yeah. Cause and Rachel says, and, and no. And parents loved you, and she's like, no. And they're like, oh, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> Man, she's so crazy. I hope, I don't know, maybe somebody sticks a pencil in her eye. <laughs> yeah. But Duncan dies, and it's really sad. Yeah. Did you see it coming? Because, like, I... I did. Yeah. Because, like, as soon as he took out the tea, I was like, oh. And, like, they... they like, they had this very close shot of him dunking it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Him, like, the- taking the set. I'm like, okay. Like, this whole time, they're like, you know, to protect the information, he's got to die. And so, you know, it's all gone topsy-turvy now. So he knows that he's got to kick it. Kick yeah, the yeah. bucket. I don't, I think I'm trying to first watch him. I think he said, like, he had his own teabag for a second. I thought that was weird. But then I'm like, well, he's a bit, you know, weird. Yeah. But then, like, they kept showing it. And I'm just like, oh, I know where yeah. it's going. Yeah. So I don't think that's so serious. But it's really emotional because they cut back and forth between, like, home movies. Yeah. It's really. Sad. Yeah. So happy anyway, little kid, but the happy little kid. Yep. And then yeah, that she kid's grew a, up to be this crazy kid. That kid's adorable, isn't she? <laughs> we'll get to it. Got so much happened. Oh man. Anyway, back to Sarah. Mm-hmm. So we get to she's in this like hospital room, and they're going to perform an ov- ovarectomy. Mm-hmm. They're going to remove an ovary. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. They're going to take away one of her ovaries. No. Keep them. No. Uh, keep them to yourself. Yeah. Get your, get your own ovaries. I don't know. Why, why do they even want to test it? 
Because, uh, like, they just wouldn't even want them because, like, they're saying, like, because they don't want to make her infertile. Like, they say that. Yeah, well, probably to, like, have those eggs to do what they want with them. Whatever that is. Why? Well, I, I kind of love that, like, the main villainy thing for this show yeah. is, like, forcing, it's just, like, fertility and, like, yeah. unconsensual fertility. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That is a good villain to have because it's terrible. Yep. And, don't make uh, ladies have babies if they don't want to. But uh, so there's a bunch of these doctors come in, including one that looks familiar. Yeah. We've seen this guy before. Yep. We've seen him before. It's God. And Scott's like, I'm going to help. We're good. Yeah. He's like, quick, like, oh, we're at the casino. We got this. We're we going to take care of this. And kind of like points down and being like, yo, uh, there's a thing here. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel comes in and says, I liked, I hated this line. She's like, I like to speak to my sister. And I'm just like, you That's ain't. not your sister. You ain't sisters. Yeah, sisters. You're just a bitch. And uh, Rachel says, I have this picture that mm-hmm. Kira drew for you. And it's like a nice picture. There's a fire extinguisher on it. <laughs> and then they start talking. And uh, Rachel tells Sarah that Duncan's dead and that uh, thinks that Sarah has the key to the cipher. Because, like, assuming that, like, he probably wrote it down somewhere. Because, like, I feel like it'd be kind of dumb if he just, like, died with his information. Like, you yeah. should probably write it down somewhere. Yeah. We'll get to it. <laughs> and... Sarah's like, I don't know. Like, and she generally doesn't. Yeah, like, and also, what the, she's like, what the hell did Sarah know? Also, like, she put out Rachel has the bone marrow. Yes. And, uh, like, destroys it. Yeah, because she's, she's all mad. And also, and I'm like, you know, you, you know, you might get sick too. Yeah. Like, why would you do this? Why are you she's just like, dumbass? She's a bitch. Yeah. Ugh. Only interested in helping herself. You ever think about getting like sound effects for a sensor bar for this show, Kaylin? Oh, what? So you, you can just censor me saying bitch all the time? No. I meant like me, as I say right now. I hate Rachel. Yeah. Because she's a cunt of a woman. Oh, So bam. if you want to censor that. All right. Now we're going to keep that in there. Sure. We're, we're an explicit show. It says it on iTunes. All right. I hate her. Whatever the heck we Because like she just like, I because like she's just like so self-centered. Yeah. And just, like, I know she, like, as, like, the core, she's just, like, this character, like, one of those, like, typical, like, char- woman characters who's just kind of, like, I've been, like, doing my career and now I want a kid mm-hmm. kind of thing. And instead of, like, and she's just, like, kidnapping kids and, like, destroying any chance of saving people and just, like, mm-hmm. thinking about herself and just, yeah, I hate her. Mm-hmm. Again. So then we get to Sarah and uh, Rachel's about to leave and Sarah says, like, wait, I know where it is. And then she's right here, pulls the machine thing because Sarah notices it. And uh, it flies a pencil into Rachel's eye. Hooray. <laughs> yeah, she Did you deserves like that? it. That was good. I wasn't sure what was going to come out of it, but like the pencil was really good because the pencil was a call back to the scene between uh, Kasumi and Kira. I'm like, oh, it all comes together. It's so yeah. good. It's right in the eye. So Rachel's down. Bitch. And uh, Scott comes back in, like officially like gets like Sarah out and gives, gives, her, the, gives, him, gives her the key, co- the key yeah. card. So then Rachel's going to go and get Kira. And as she's getting Kira, Marion's there. Yeah, who's, like, getting her all ready. She's like, oh, I got her ready for you. Well, because, like, obviously they both had plans going on. Yeah. But, like, they weren't, they couldn't communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. So then Marion's like, all right, like, you guys, you don't have to run. You can just go. Uh, Cal's downstairs. You're good. Yeah. And uh, basically, and also she says to Sarah, if you want to stop running, meet me tomorrow at this address and we'll, mm-hmm. I'll show you something. Yes. But uh, let's go to some happy times. Happy time. We're at Felix's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah introduces Cal to everybody. Well, not almost everybody. Yeah. Kasima and Allison, and they approve. Yeah, they're like, he's hot. 
And they're talking, and Cal's like, look, like, I know everything. I want to help out. Yeah. They also mention that, like, they can't do the, another bone marrow transplant for a while. I guess it does grow back then or something. Cause, like, yeah, no, they said like, they can't do it for another six weeks. So it does So they don't know what's going to happen to yeah. Kasima. And, and, like, it seems like they're, like, a nice couple now. Another couple being happy. Yay, people are so happy. Felix comes by and uh, sees them making out. And it's kind of, aw, being a brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cal says, like, oh, no, it's just clones tonight. And Felix's like, well, that means me, too. Because, of course, it does. Mm-hmm. And uh, Felix says, there's somebody, Art is somebody downstairs who really wants to meet her sisters. Yeah. And Sarah says, okay. And Helena's there. Helena's there. Helena's she there. And uh, she meets Kasima, And Kasima's just, like, like hug. it's hugging. Allison's a bit, like, timid. But, like, yeah. it's fine. Helena gets to see Kerrigan. It's a nice, happy scene. Yay. Everything's so Everyone's happy. And then we get to the dance scene. Yeah. That's, Yay. That's, that was sweet. That was that was nice. Well, we need to talk about the scene because this was like a big deal and heavily advertised. Oh, yeah. It was that, in all like the promotional material and everything. It wasn't in the promotional material. Like, people were talking about it because if Kaylin, I don't know if you noticed this. Okay. This is the first time where there were four clones in a scene together. Oh, Nice. So, yeah. for a while, it's only been, like, at least, like the maximum was three. Yeah. The so maximum was three because that, yeah, then when you had So, a, this time, yeah. it was a four. And uh, from, this is what I was looking at because I wonder about the production thing. Uh, it took two days to film. That's just that scene. Yeah. And oh, uh, they had to get several more body doubles. Yeah. And it says it was rumored from, like, the special effects people that it took hundreds of hours to get this whole scene together. Really? Well, because there, there's a because part of the, the, the dance scene, the, the camera starts panning and the camera starts moving, not just, like, panning left to right, like, kind of curves. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was, like, I was really trying to imagine, like, what how hard that must have been to edit together. Because usually if you just have the camera pretty stationary, it's it's a lot easier because to, like, roto everything and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But, like, the, yeah, the cameras were moving and, like, all these different angles. I'm like, oh man, that must have been crazy to try to put that all of that together. So that's uh, my technical opinion. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that looked like it was hard to put together. So yeah. that's really cool. It was like all like, and all the clones are like different like, dance movements. Like you kind of forget that it's like different people. Yeah. And it's just a nice scene. And uh, they, I think everybody except for Allison sleeps over. I get like, you know. Yeah, Al- she's got kids. Yeah. And nobody really, and Nelson really has anywhere else to go. <laughs> And you got to see how really good the special effects is because there's like a scene with like Sarah and Kasima and they're like in bed, they're like lying in bed together and you yeah. just like kind of forget that like, oh wait, this is one person. Yeah. Well, cause they start like intertwining their hands together. I'm like, oh, you're just showing off now. <laughs> it's a nice scene though. It was very good. It was very and then good. Helena decides, I guess like she wants to find, Je- it sounds like she wants to find Jesse. Yeah. She wants to find the love and of her life. And she leaves behind nit- like a nitrogen refrigerator thing, which took you a second to figure out what that was, but then you figured it out. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Oh Yeah. And uh, so she's leaving and she's all happy. I hope nothing bad happens. I hope she doesn't get kidnapped the moment she walks out of the door. <laughs> Guys, she gets kidnapped the moment she walks out of the door. She yep. gets tasered and people are taking her and you're just like, what? They're like, who's this? Because, yeah, you don't know what group We'll get that to is. it. Yeah, we'll get to it. So then also Sarah is riding over to uh, Marion's mansion. Mm-hmm. It's a nice house. It's very nice. So then uh, she's in there and uh, you, you hear like this like kid laughing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see her for a little bit, and I'm like, hey, Caitlin, doesn't that kid look familiar? Yeah, yeah. I was like, come on, get a little. Is this this the same actress that was doing the scenes when the family videos that were Rachel? Wait a minute. (laughs) Yep. Wait a minute. (laughs) Her name's Charlotte, and she's got, like, I don't know if it's like a leg deformity or maybe she, like, hurt her leg. I don't know. Yeah, she's got, like, a leg brace thing, whatever. Yeah, and she's Marion's adoptive daughter. Yes. And you, you were, like, concerned. I don't know. 
Yeah, I was a little concerned. I didn't. I didn't know what that. Like, what did it mean? Like, it could have. That could. It's like, is there a whole new batch of them? Is that like? Is that one was just like frozen for for a lot longer? Well, we learned no. Like, yeah. they tried to make a bunch more, and Charlotte was the only survivor. Yeah, but she seems like. I mean, like nobody's treating her poorly. No, she seems like she's having a good time. Yeah. So then, um, before we get to like the final bit, we cut to Kazima, mm-hmm. who's like lying in bed, and she looks a tad dead. We would say, yeah. Yeah, it looked like they were just going to, like, kill off right there. You're like, oh, all right, yeah, okay. And uh, Kira basically, well, Kira's trying to wake her up because she wants her to read us her story. And then we see a light, and we're just like, no. Don't go towards the light. But she sees Delphine. Yeah, that was sweet. But she doesn't go to the light. She wakes up. Yeah, she just Which might up. bring up a point, because, like, Kasima's, like, a scientist. So, like, who knows where that's going to lead. Oh. Yeah. Is it, like, is it something more, or is it just, like, her brain kind of starting to go? Yeah. I kind of have a theory on this, and, like, I guess oh, okay. I can bring it up now, but, like, it yeah. might be different when the season goes on. I kind of, like, wondering if it's, like, the mind over matter, matter thing, mm-hmm. where, like, her brain's just, like, her mind's, like, saying to her body, like, her body's, like, dying, but it's kind of, yeah. like... You gotta go on. You need to finish, you need to solve this, so you're yeah. not gonna die yet. Yeah. But, uh, so then she reads Kira's story, and then, uh, Kira asks for another story, and she has the island of Dr. Moreau. Mm-hmm. And Kasima looks at it, and it's the genome sequence. There's all kinds, yeah, there's all kinds of markings and codes and all that kind of stuff. Hooray! Hmm. We did it. Then, meanwhile, I was not even looking at the description the whole time. I just remembered stuff from this episode. Okay, so um, we get to know about, more about Mary. She actually works for Topside. Yes, that's the name. And it's, like, not really Dyad, but they, like, work with Dyad, kind of. They, like, guide them or whatever the hell she said. Yeah, so, like, it's kind of, like, so, like, Dyad's kind of not the big thing. It's Topside, and they just, like, run a bunch of stuff about, like, genetic things. And I've kind of started to, like, like Marion from this. So she doesn't seem like a bad person. It's just, like. No, because it, it's so weird because I because up until, like, the very last minute, up until that scene in, like, the mansion, like, we didn't really know anything about her. Mm-mm. You know, she was, like, a, she was, like, working with these people or, like, had a relationship with these people, but, like, knew nothing. And, I, like, every time she would show up, be like, who, what is, what, huh? Who? What? Who's she? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, finally a lot was revealed with that, which is really nice. But, like, you see, like, cause she, like it's, it is kind of just, like, synthetic gene- like synthetic genetic stuff and yeah. more sciencey stuff that I don't know about. Science. And, like, it's something, you could tell, like, she's, like, really, like, passionate about this. Yes. Which is why I kind of like her. I'm like, no, like, she, like, there is, like, a profit thing, but, like, and, but, like, she kind of does it because she does care a bit. Mm-hmm. The fact that it is, like, she's, like, raising a kid and the kid seems fine. Mm-hmm. So that kind of thing. So, um, if you remember Caster, we brought that up. Yes. Turns out, uh, cast so it's like there's a the mil we remember the military kind of like wanted the Duncans to like do the clone thing, and then yeah. they shut it down. Yes, and then Dyad bought Project Lita. Yes, and the military kept Project Caster. So while Lita was female clones, uh, Caster was male clones. Male clones. And we revealed the male clones. Also, we need to bring this up because I didn't bring this up. Uh, Mark and Gracie have left. Yeah. And they get married. They get married. Yeah. And also, uh, Helena's been taken by the military. Yes. And that was the deal that, that... Yeah, Mrs. S kind of sold her out. Sold her out. And she knows that Sarah ain't going to forgive her for that one. No. And Paul's like, you did what we had to do. And so we cut kind of between that and then Sarah in, like, this dun- this area. And we see one of the male clones, like, the back of him. Yeah. And uh, and Gracie and Mark's wedding. And, like, they're ha- it's a nice wedding. Yeah. Ceremony, whatever. <laughs> it's really sweet. But, like, you see that... And then you kind of cut in the military these guys and like Helena getting on a plane and you see another guy and he looks like Mark. Yeah, they, they, yep, and they, real close shot of his face. And I was like, 
oh my god <laughs> and then you get a cut to back to sarah and she mentions like i know him yeah and you get a cut to the guy in the cell he also looks like mark except crazy <laughs> guys mark's a clone mark's a clone the male clone yep he's oh. project caster yeah caster's an interesting name for that because i feel it like, because like um because with the the project lita it was zeus got it on with some mortal chick and then they got a baby which is you know like a a godlike child but then like what caster that's when he got the the mythology with uh the twins caster and pollux but caster was the the mortal of the twins not the um the, I, I the god know. of the twins which is interesting um so anyway that's my professional <laughs> mythological opinion so, so Kay- just how- an interesting name that so they decided for caster not pollux we got so how, how are you doing caitlin well i you were like so shocked and i loved it yeah, yeah, and I, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh man, I feel like I should have seen this coming, but like I didn't. But it was so good that I didn't. Did you like, like think so like real- nail clones at all were going to come into this? And you, um, it was one of those things where where I felt like male clones could have come in but like if you didn't do it there was a very slim way to do it and if you went outside of that at all uh it would have felt really cheap like it would have felt like like the the rowdy rough boys to the mm-hmm. powerpuff girls you know what i mean like the distaff counterpart kind of deal i actually don't but okay <laughs> well like it's like a very distaff counterpart so you know just doing it like oh but there's males now whoa um and it just been like oh okay whatever like it could have if they did it I think they did it at the the perfect time because if they did it in a later season, I feel like it would have felt like cheap. Like it would have felt very like shark jumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, if they did it earlier, um, it didn't give everything else enough time to form. So I feel like at the end of the second season out of five is a really good place to do that because you let everything else kind of mature a bit, but you didn't wait till later. So it felt like you're pulling in a cheap gimmick. So I, I thought I was thinking that could have been a possibility, but like I was worried it would have been too cheap. But I, I feel like the way they pulled this off was really good. Um, we'll have to see where it goes in the third season. My opinion might change. It might say the same. It might, you know, get better. But um, so so yeah. So something that was a possibility that I did consider, but I I was worried that they wouldn't pull it off well. But I like how this turned out. Yeah. So um, I remember. I think this is like a theory going around, like around like season two, basically. Yeah. Like. There should be, isn't there male clones? And, like, thinking, like, with, like, a cloning thing, of course you would do female and male. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. And then people were thinking about, like, okay. So, like, there was a theory going, like, are they going to introduce male clones? And if they are, who's it going to be? Yeah. Is it going to be somebody we don't know? Or is it going to be somebody we do know? Right. The theory that was going around, like, and this, would, this was a super obvious theory. The theory going around was that it was Felix. Oh, okay. Which would have yeah. been really obvious. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad they didn't go that route. Yeah. But um, we were talking about moles for a second, and... uh. Just to kind of bring this up for you. So we saw one of the clones that was like in the military. Just to bring this up for you. Mark said he was in the military. Yeah. So that, that cause, okay, before we start recording, I had like a kind of eureka moment. So wait, was that how, because uh, they had that scene in the bar a few episodes back with like Paul and mm-hmm. Mark. And like Paul was like, oh, like you're military. Yeah. And he like knew that. Like, I'm like, how did he figure that out? But is that how he figured it yeah. out? Because he, yeah. He that's knew. what I was saying with like yeah. Paul and like saying like the whole like. <laughs> That's what I was saying with like Paul and like the whole like thing with Afghanistan being like a thing because like it sounded like it sounded yeah. like it felt like they knew each other. Yeah. So I was like this whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Because at first I was like, that's a that's really presumptive. I like how does that whole thing work? But I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, which is I think an interesting dynamic because like if like two of them were in the military, were they all in the military? Like were they raised differently? It sounds like they were raised differently compared to. Yeah. Lita. Yeah. It, 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 they well. Because with the military operation, yeah, that's going to be different. Um, 
but yeah so that's interesting it's an interesting thing oh man oh man we have a lot to look forward to we do and we finished season two what are your thoughts on season two this was a good season second seasons are are have always have that big potential to be not good yeah that's true they always have the potential to be the worst season i mean with the show we 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 just finished late in a second season worst season yes um and that happens with a lot of shows because it's one of those things where maybe you didn't quite hit your stride yet you're still trying to figure characters out but you should probably already have the characters figured out so like what are you doing mm-hmm. um so that always has the potential to you know be really good or really bad but this one I thought this was a really strong second season. I mean, maybe my opinion will change watching the later seasons, and maybe mm-hmm. that those will be stronger than this one. Mm-hmm. But I actually really like this season because, um, and I said this at the very beginning of the season, we introduced a kind of, um, kind of more background, kind of more lore related stuff, like mm-hmm. some kind of like deeper kind of histories of characters and organizations. And it's, I was worried that maybe that wouldn't be grounded, but I think as the season went on, it did feel more grounded. Uh, and yeah, just a lot of reveals and uh, just kept me entertained. So okay. I, I liked it. I have two more questions. Yeah. Because it kind of like brings like what I was like thinking about the show. Yeah. Did this go in a direction you weren't expecting? Um, In like certain ways. That's a really good question. Because I know it did for me. So like I'm wondering about I'm you. Because I'm trying to think. I, don't, I, I can't remember what direction I was expecting it to mm-hmm. go in. Um, And I think some things were different. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't remember, like, which parts were different. So I think certain parts, yes and no. I don't know, because I can't really think of where I thought it was going to go. Yeah. But I just, like, enjoyed it. So I know, like, for me, because I was kind of expecting this. Because, like, this was the first season that I watched, like, weekly. Okay. Like, season one I binged, because, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't really sure about it. Because, like, I felt like season one was kind of like a sleeper hit, and then season two came, and then it was yeah. just so good. Mm-hmm. And season two came up. I thought that, like, this is going to be one of the shows where, like, you were going to be constantly introducing clones. Okay. So, like, maybe, like, every episode, every other episode, we meet, like, a new clone from, like, a different part of the country. So, instead of, like, Monster of the Week, you have, like, Clone of the Week? Kind of? Yeah. Except, like, they would, like, it'd be, like, a bunch of people, like, sticking together, and, like, maybe you'd have, like, more in, like, the Clone Club kind of thing. Okay. And, like, we only get introduced to one new clone this season, which is Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and then we, but we kind of just, <laughs> Then like, he went away and then never came back. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Tony. <laughs> So like, and then we just like, but instead, so instead of like, in, like introducing like new characters and having to like develop them, we said like super develop these mm-hmm. like five other clones, mm-hmm. which I found interesting. I'm like, oh, we're just gonna like super develop these characters. I'm like that's interesting. So that was my thing. So uh, second point is um, basically everybody who's like involved in like like not like the clones like out like they're like kind of like families. Are yeah. now all are like friends are like now all part of Clone Club. Yeah, and it wasn't like a thing where like really like like how do you feel like it's a lot of men and like also like Mrs. S. <laughs> yeah, but like how do you feel because like in the season one they were kind of just like on the outside and now everybody's in it. Everybody's okay with this. And like everybody's wanting to help out. I the more people in Clone Club, the more fun I think it is. So like, are you happy that like everybody went that it wasn't like nobody went like I'm gonna go tell the press or like anything and like yeah. exposes everybody went the route of like we're gonna help these people. Yeah, I, I like that. And I think because when you have the whole thing of like nobody being a clone club, we have to keep this a secret. Um, that can create a lot of tension and a lot of drama. But at the same time, like so, like stuff like we have to hide information from somebody. Those plots get so like tired to me after a while. I, I think like after you have like one or two episodes of it, I get bored of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it does create tension. But like after a while, I'm like, eh, do we need it? You can do I, it's the more characters you get involved, the more interesting it is. Um, seeing how different people react to different things, and so so I like that they've been in, in 
pour for any more people in the clone club. I think that's a lot more fun. Happy Art's there and helping out. Yeah. Donnie's become Art. slightly less of a doofus. <laughs> he's, such a, he's still a doofus, but I, I, I like but him he's now. Like, but it's all good. It's all good. Scott's there. I like Scott. I'm like, Scott is growing on you. When he was first introduced, I'm like, who's this nerd? And I'm like, aw, he's good nerd. Because, like, he can't, it's like, I, like, that's the thing. It's like, these aren't just, like, random people. These are people that they care about. Well, I mean, Art doesn't really, like, all he really knew Sarah, but, like, still, like, he knew Beth and yeah. cared about Beth. Yeah. So it's like, they're, like, and Mrs. S, like, you weren't sure her to trust and, like, she might not be 100%. Like, Sarah says at the beginning of this episode, like, I don't know whose side you're on, but I know you're always going to be there for Kira. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yay, team. Yay. So, uh, I think that's it. Yay. Oh, that's very good. So, yeah. Good second season. I th- Any I predictions it. for season three? Uh, ooh, season three. I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot more of that Mark guy. Or people who look like him. <laughs> that's that's my professional opinion. Um, yeah, I don't know where the plot's going to go. We're going to... I feel like things are going to get sticky with the military. Because anytime the military gets involved, it's going to be a little scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of... That's going to be interesting to see. Um, and they're just going to be a real pain in the ass. Because when is the military not a pain in the ass? Um, look, okay, we respect the people in the military for, like, vol- and, like, you do your duty. Yeah, no, no, no. We're, we like that. Just, I mean, like, as a... Usually in television. In yeah, in the television, they're not, they're a pain in the ass. I'm trying to think of... I'm trying to think. MASH. MASH, they were good. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> well, those are all, like... Uh, doctors and stuff. They were still in the military. They're fine. They're fine. Yeah, they're still in the military. Mash, mash is good. That's that's gonna be the tagline of this episode. Like first reaction, fan reaction, episode forty five. Mash was good. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched Mash. Oh, joke. Anyway, uh, do we have a comment corner? We do. Uh, let me see how I want to divide these up. Oh, I have one from uh, Eddie Me or Eddie Emmy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. From our reaction of, oh, our, from our season two premiere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, the showrunners of Orphan Black are uh, Graham Manson and John Fawcett. They have a cameo at, and then it gives us a timestamp for that show. Yeah. Talking I, with Dr. Leakey. I, I went back and I noticed it. I'm like, oh, because I kind of don't know. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I see now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. So those are the showrunners. So thank you, because I didn't know that. Um, so thanks for pointing that out. I like that kind of stuff. I like those little Easter eggs. And um, and I haven't been researching the show. I really like to read up on shows, but I'm afraid of spoilers, so I haven't been doing that. So uh, bring on those those Easter eggs. I really like that. Yeah. Then we have one from Katarina uh, Moreira, who says, I love this. And that's one of our Well, our thank you. Thank you. We love you, I guess, and if that's not creepy to say. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's all I'm going to read for today. All righty then. Hold on. I got to. Well, that's it for this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. Uh, so much happened. Mm-hmm. A lot. This was certainly a finale. This was a finale of a season. If you are listening to us on YouTube, please a uh, like and subscribe and leave a comment and put on the notification. We just passed 350 subscribers, so Yay! thank you. Yay! Thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. So do that on that's YouTube. So um, we are on iTunes, so if you want to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and also rate us and leave a review. I think we, can, we got we one. We have a review, and I should have read it, but I'll wait till, we'll, wait till next week to hear it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that was really exciting. So we got uh, one whole review. for the person listening, because I know you're listening, because you reviewed our thing. Yay! Um, but but like you should, you guys should add some more to that because it's gonna be fun. If you like it, you know, go 
go a little. Or if you have any like constructive criticism, again, it's also that's also fine. We appreciate that. If you want to tell, yeah, yeah, tell the people of the internet what we're all about. Um, we, you can like us on Facebook. We're at Facebook at Witty uh, Witty Clothes Productions. We're on Twitter at Witty Clothes, so follow us there. Oh yeah, that's a good time. Um, Tweeted us. If you want to uh, donate to our Patreon, we're Patreon.com/slash/WittyClothes, and yeah, that, yeah. we appreciate that because we want to. We do want to keep doing this, hopefully full time, and doing more podcasts. We've got a bunch of ideas for a new for a bunch of new podcasts. Yeah, we just need the money for it. Oh yeah, and do. also you can email us whatever you want at uh, WittyClothes at gmail.com. Yeah. So that's all that, and uh, that's the end of Orphan Black season two. Oh man. Kaylin's gonna hope, hope. I would say she's gonna be okay, but we're about to start season three, guys. Oh man! So she's not gonna be okay. Yikes! Uh, I'm Dara Whitman. I'm Kaylin Glenn. Peace. Peace. <laughs>